Hi and welcome to episode 122 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law. I'm the founder of This Reportage and This Reportage family, and I'm a photographer too. Finally, I interview the man who has been mentioned by so many of my previous podcast guests, the fab Dries Ronglet. Dries is one of Belgium's very best wedding photographers, was seventh in the world on TIR for 2021, has won 13 awards from us, and, as I mentioned, has been spoken about on so many of our previous episodes. He was even brought up at Nine Dots in London, which I just returned from last week, and uh, yeah, that's the reason why my voice is so hoarse, actually. Totally lost it there. Um, yeah, he was brought up within the fab Santa de Blocks main stage presentation. So fab to finally manage to chat to the man himself, um, who has had such a big impact on a lot of very talented photographers' lives. Dries talks about so much on the episode today, including why it's so important to shoot and show what you love, how he captured one of his reportage awards, tips on shooting portraits and couple time, his previous life in animation, shooting his very first wedding, which was his sister's, being part of the Mind the Moment Collective and the workshops they do, and much more as well. Before we get on to Dries, there's um, quite a quite a few bits that, um, I, that I want to say. Quite a, it's quite a busy time, quite a few things coming up. So um, yeah, stick with me while I just let you know a few things. If you're especially um, annoyed or tired of the sound of my voice, then do click through about, I don't know, two minutes to get straight to Dries, but hopefully you'll stay for a little bit. You're still there? Good. Okay, um, so first thing to mention is that it's actually This Is Reportage's fifth birthday today um, on the date that this podcast is going out, which is 21st of November 2022. Yeah, it's our fifth birthday, which is mad for me, really. So surreal. Um, it's, yeah, five years. Wow, honestly. Uh, it's been so cool. Um, I, I just love it. I love, love being part of it. Um, and I hope you do too, if you remember or not remember, if you're just enjoying these podcasts, um, it's, it's all good, really, really cool. God, you can tell which bit I've kind of written down at the beginning bit. And I write down the uh, podcast guest's intro because I don't want to mess that bit up and then these bits off the cuff, uh, very obviously. But yes, to, um, to celebrate our fifth birthday as well, we're running a little uh, contest on Instagram where we're giving away five free annual memberships worth £100 each um, to be in with a chance of winning. It's just a simple... Instagram contest just go to our Instagram which is you know at this reportage you'll see you'll see it there um you just need to tag a few friends that you think might be interested in joining us and then we're gonna draw five um at random and you'll win a free membership or if you're already a member because I, I don't like it when you know contest promotion things are just for new members I you know gotta I think it's really important to include existing members if you're already a member then you'll get an extra year's uh, free membership added on as well um, so yeah, the deadline for that is really quick though. So I'm just doing like 24 hours. Um, so yeah, the deadline to, if you want to get in that contest is 0930 GMT on the 22nd of November, um, because I want to be able to give the free winners their accounts in time for them to submit to our next round of awards, which is really, really soon. So the deadline's the day after that actually. So yeah, which I'll mention in a minute. Um, oh yeah, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, um, or a few weeks ago now, I mentioned I'll be releasing two of my own personal workshop dates, which I did a couple of weeks ago. Um, my London workshop um, is sold out already, but this place is left on my Dublin workshop, which is on Monday 20th of February uh, 2023, which is the day before Doc 
Day, which hopefully you're going to. It's just an amazing documentary wedding photography conference in Dublin um, that this reportage partners with. But it's it's created and run by two TIR members, the fab Kevin Kafash and Annie Kafash. It's just a brilliant thing, Doc Day. So I really recommend you go to that. And, you know, if you want to make an extra day of it, yeah, just the day before of it, I'm doing my own workshop. If you go to alanlawphotography.co.uk, you'll see the details there if you fancy it. Um, as I said earlier, I'm just back from Nine Dots, which is an amazing gathering of, you know, it's not a conference, it's a gathering of wedding photographers um, down in London this year, as it has been for the last, like, seven years now. It's, I had such a great time. That's why my voice is so wrecked. Um, but it's brilliant. They've just announced their gathering for next year, 2023. Really recommend going on it. It's going, it's going to be in Leeds next year in the UK. So they've created such, such a great event in Nine Dots, honestly. It's it's so good. Um, this reportage members get an exclusive discount as well, as they do for Doc Day as well. So just head to the members there and you know, there's, there's exclusive discounts for both those, which is really, really cool. Um our this reportage and the reportage family Christmas party. Oh no! Before I get onto the party, I want to say yeah. I just came back from Nine Dots, and honestly, I just want to say thank you loads to the people that I spoke to, and we're just so kind about this reportage. You know, and the reportage family. You know, saying how they really like to be part of the community, telling me that they listen to the podcast. It's so nice. It always it feels funny to thank people for this on here because it, it feels a bit funny to say. Ooh, yeah, people were thanking me or whatever, but but it's just so nice of people to do that, honestly. And it means so much. So um, I just want to thank you on on here. Um, like, you know, there were quite a lot of people, so it was cool. I can't mention everyone, but the, the Belgium crowd who came over to um, support Sana as well. So like Daphne, Hilda, uh, Phila. It's just so lovely to talk to you and um, thank you so much for what you said. Really, really, really kind. Um, Sorry, my voice, yeah, really wrecked. Yeah, the Christmas party, so really excited about this. Uh, this reportage and this reportage family Christmas party is coming up. Um, it's just a few weeks away now, just three weeks away on Monday, 12th of December. It's in London. It's on a party boat, but, you know, don't worry if you get seasick because the party boat is staying there. It's not going anywhere. It's more, it is, it is stationary. So don't worry if you're a little bit late as well. The, the boat's not going to sail off. It's there in the same place all night. But yes, from 8 o'clock till 2 a.m., it's free uh, and exclusive for TIR members and TRF members. But you can bring a guest along as well. It's just a great opportunity to meet up and party and have a few drinks and then sound like this like the next few days. Um, really excited for it. We've got over 70 people RSVP'd already. Um, obviously loads from the UK, but people coming over from France and Ireland and Germany and the Netherlands as well, which is so cool. It's really, yeah, really exciting. Um, and yep, yeah, so as I say, it's for members. You just need to RSVP, just log into the members area or the latest newsletter. You'll see the link and just register that you're coming along and you can bring a guest along as well. Um, Almost finished the awards deadline. This is our last awards collection of the year. So obviously it's, it's really, really important one, especially if you, you know, if you want to be on those top 100 list, top 10 by country. I know some people are really into that, which is awesome. Some people obviously not into that at all. And that's also as awesome. You know, it's we're all joined things like reportage for, for different reasons. Um, but if you are, you know, entering... The deadline's just a couple of days away now. So it's 23.59 GMT on the 23rd of November. And that's the same deadline for our wedding site and our family site. Try not to leave it to the last minute. Really, try not to. Um, and also, when I spoke to Dries, you're going to hear it in a minute, um, they didn't have a workshop that he's part of the Mind the Moment Collective with um, a few other brilliant uh, wedding photographers, a couple of whom have been on the podcast, Philip Swiggers and Eve Sieppers. Eve Sieppers? 
Eve Sippers, um, and another photographer who I've, who I've not interviewed yet on the podcast, but uh, I think her name's Nelly Wati. But I'm sorry if I pronounced that name incorrectly, but they're all together. They're part of the Mind the Moment Collective, and they've got their first upcoming um, one fully in English. Um, it's exciting. Um, as I when I spoke to Teresa on the episode, it didn't have a date, but they have a date now, which is third to the seventh of third to the seventh of April in twenty twenty three. So honestly, I know that is going to be amazing. Um, do head to um, this reportage, this this Teresa's post on this reportage, and there's a link to that workshop. And the final thing before getting on to Dries is that, yeah, just that please note this interview was recorded a few months ago. So excuse us if there are any time related things discussed that may not be so relevant now, including the mention of a heat wave, which definitely is not happening now. We're almost in December. So right, enough of me, over to Dries. Hey Dries, how are you doing? Hi Alan. Uh, hey. I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm awesome. Uh, weather good is good. Stuff. Oh yeah, is it really warm with you at the moment? Is it? A little, a little hot in here in my my little attic room without the fan. Uh, but uh, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Oh, thank you for putting How up you? with this. Oh, yeah, no, I'm good, man. Yeah, it's um, we've had a heat wave in England recently, but it's just kind of subsided. Uh, but that was nice. That was nice. Yeah. So you're in Belgium, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Where, where I'm gonna say whereabouts in Belgium, and you'll give me an answer, and I, I still won't have a clue because I've never been to Belgium. But yeah, whereabouts? <laughs> whereabouts yeah, in I, Belgium? I, I I I didn't listen to all the podcasts, but I, I heard some, and and you were like always, oh, I really have to go because I I mainly listen to Belgian ones, and you were always oh, like, yeah. oh, I I really have to go there, man, it's awesome, and now you still haven't gone there. I know. Sorry, it, man. The, <laughs> sorry. The, the pandemic got got a bit in the way of travel, but yeah, what? there's no the pandemic got in the way oh, of yeah, travel a bit, yeah, but there's yeah. no excuse i know no i know there's no excuse yeah so where in belgium are you though uh i'm in Leuven for the moment uh i've lived almost everywhere but now i'm in Leuven. and it's close to brussels uh okay yeah the most expensive town to live in so i'm not going to be able to live here very long because we want to buy a house and the, the prices here are ridiculous oh really like what what kind of like what higher than anywhere else in Belgium, like then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like forty thousand for a normal house, more than another. <laughs> so in in our street, it's like for a little little uh, small house, it's four hundred fifty euro, four hundred fifty thousand euros or something. Wow! Like oh. and then it's like an old small. Uh, how do you call it? A rare has a. Yeah, like like next to all yeah small house to be renovated. Still four hundred and fifty thousand euros, man. Gosh, yeah, that is a lot. It must be a very desirable town to live in. Then is it pretty? I think it's just because it's it's like all developed. There are no no parts of of Leuven that are underdeveloped where it's cheaper or where there's like crime or where there is poverty or and and, and everything around Leuven is really nice and forestry and green and 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 no industry and and yeah it's and it's very pretty and and, and nice people and it's a very nice town but you're it's selling a... it you should be on the tourist board <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> it does sound nice though it does sound nice and i i normally ask people as well if they've been to the uk and to cornwall i know and i know from your website you've, you've shot a wedding in cornwall haven't you yeah yeah that's right yeah oh that's cool man whereabouts where was it in cornwall do you remember uh no <laughs> i i have a, a terrible memory it's, it's it's gonna come up more in the podcast i am I'm, I'm sure of it especially when you when you do this this games and all but my my memory 
Uh, oh, he's getting your excuses in. I know. I'm, I'm good with. I'm good with faces, and I'm good with places. Like when I come somewhere, I was like, I've been here before. Uh, that's not really good with places. It just everyone has it. Um, but Cornwall, yeah, I know there were cliffs, and I know there was water. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Cornwall. <laughs> we went to we, we went to the to the beach for a shoot, and, and there was a venue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, was it kind of was there a kind of uh, a castle nearby or anything? Was it like St. Moore's? Uh, yeah, we haven't. We, we didn't no. go to a castle. I can look it up for you if you're interested. I oh no! Wow, well, I didn't find the 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 planning of the wedding. Well, the... no, it's just because it's you know it's just my doorstep, so it's just interesting. Oh, but it's cool that you show. Yeah, it's it's a very nice nice place there. I, yeah. I also remember cows. We we did some cows in the foreground. Oh yeah, I know. I looked at some of the photos in your blog. Actually, there's a cool couple shot on the beach where you frame them in between, like a yeah, family yeah, with yeah. Uh, sand. Oh, that's really cool, man. Very clever. Yeah, they were they were looking at me like, "What are you doing?" I said, like, "Just continue what you're doing. Just go." <laughs> that's very cool. Yeah, really cool. Was it a um, a Belgian couple coming over to Cornwall, or was it? A it English was couple? Uh, mixed. Uh, it was a it was a guy I lived with in Ghent once. Uh, and he remembered me, and then uh, yeah, he he went for he went to live in the UK, and then got married there, and yeah, nice, yeah. very cool. Cornwall is a is a lovely place, and you shot it really well, man. It's cool, cool to see. How many years ago was that? Oh, I don't know. No, quite well. Actually, yeah. I I recently five looked years. at uh, how long? Sorry, I don't know, five six years or five something. Years. I, I don't know. Okay. It's so funny. I recently, you know, when you're some, sometimes procrastinating from like editing or whatnot, and you come across little videos, right, just random stuff. And I saw a little video on like ten tips to hold a good conversation, and one of them was like, "Don't ask the details." Like people don't care about how many years it was. I was like, <laughs> and then I still just asked you that question. <laughs> the problem is that I probably won't remember any details. So then it's like, oh fuck, I'm a, <laughs> my memory. I should check it. <laughs> oh well, that's that's okay, man. It's all good because people don't care anyway. So. It's all good. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all good. You, know, you say you have a bad memory. I do as well. You know, I remember like hardly anything from my childhood. Like hardly anything. I know because my parents. I still see them every week, and they ask me about things. I'm like, I, oh, I just don't remember. Sorry. I think they're quite disappointed. You know. Do you, how's your memory from your, like long? What time do you say? Ago? Your 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 parents are disappointed because you don't remember. Over- yeah. You know, <laughs> I I can kind of understand it because you know you know they've done nice things for us, and I just maybe they I'm, maybe they used like some drugs on you or something. Like, <laughs> did terrible things to you and then drugged you so you won't oh, remember i, I dude, would i know that, Alan. that is a that's, possibility i think that's alarming how do you how do you feel about that it's like, <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh, is it, yeah. yeah do you remember much of your childhood or is your mem- your bad memory is it more like you can't remember like six my, seven I, I do remember a lot of my childhood but it's always like feelings and 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 yeah, I don't know, like like uh, certain certain actions and, and certain stuff, but but never like timelines or where did we go to a holiday with with my family or or uh, when did something happen? Like it's all one big blur in my head. But I, I do remember a lot of like I had a, a, a crazy good uh, childhood, a, a little too good uh-huh. because now I've got a lot of problems because i'm uh, it was too good <laughs> it's, what do you mean no, like it's, because it's now you're a dad like, 
I never had a conflict with my with my with my parents or something. So now I'm like this conflict avoidant uh, little person. Uh, it's never it's never good. Um, yeah, but I've got very good memories about. Uh, but I, I I I my plan a lot of times was to like make make a long uh, timeline of my whole life because I really feel like I need some kind of structure to to pinpoint all my random memories on so just to have a structure in my in my head. Uh, but I I've never come to it because I I can imagine it would be a very uh, very long and and and. Uh, Com uh, complicated timeline <laughs> yeah gosh that would be difficult to do but that would be awesome to do as well actually wouldn't it that would be cool. yeah yeah I, I i've asked that a few times for my for my birthday like make me a timeline of, of of all the holidays because i think i will remember stuff better when i have like a timeline to to pinpoint them on mm. and to know okay then was that and was that uh because now it's like all random stuff in there and it's like one one big pile I need yeah. boxes. I need like IKEA boxes to put everything in. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's typical for ADHD or uh, mind or threat mind or yeah, uh, okay. maybe something I have to say also to the listeners. Like uh, I've got a small case of Tourette syndrome, so if <laughs> later in this podcast I I suddenly like call you uh, crazy things like God damn, Alan, you stuck. <laughs> It's, it's my Tourette's. <laughs> no, I don't do the cursing, but I've, I've uh, these small ticks, like maybe uh, you can hear them through this audio. Okay, uh, man. I've not, not noticed anything at all. Not noticed anything. Moment, for the moment, it's more like my jaw. It's it's good that this this is without a video because you would think like, what the freak is that? Like my my. <laughs> I'm constantly thinking with my my jaw, and it's uh, it, it's painful after a while oh, because. Man. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's, good. it's not that bad, but I, I don't want to come over as a freak. <laughs> but but <laughs> most people hardly notice it, but I know because it, I, I can feel it. And it's more when I'm nervous and when people are staring at me. And no, so no, now I'm only nervous. So it's it's, it's okay, but it's still. Well, I understand. <laughs> that. I understand that. How long have you? How long have you had that for? Then? I think all my life. I, I had it all my life. It, it comes. Okay. You start noticing it when when you are like uh, like twelve. I don't know when exactly. It was like seven to twelve years old or something. Right. Uh, but I only knew I had Tourette's when uh, in high school and in, in uh, uh, what is the school after high school? <laughs> oh, like oh after high school or oh, like university or, or yeah university when I had a, a lecture about it uh, in psychology and I was like. Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. So, man, that must have been hard growing up with with that. Well, it's it's, it's okay. I, I don't have a I have a very small form, and like I said, most people don't even know. They they right, just think yeah. I've got like nervous tics. Uh, and I think a lot of people have Tourette's without even knowing it. Like when you when you have had uh, a tic that you can hear, and then you have nervous tics like every. Uh, every couple of months and they and they change or something then that is called then you can can call yourself like i have to read so uh, okay maybe maybe now there are like people listening like fuck man i've got to read yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man and that's really interesting um, and you say it kind of happens it can be happen a bit more when you're nervous and, and do you get nervous shooting weddings so does it you know does it happen a bit more in the morning of weddings and... uh or do you not get nervous 
it it it, it uh, I like shooting reportage really calms me down and and really relaxes me and then i i almost i, I don't have any uh oh, but cool. during the shoot i have a lot it's like it's like overload because oh, I, the then I have to yeah. be in charge and then they're looking at me for making the decisions and then i have to be creative and especially when when there are other uh people standing around that like oh i want to come along the shoot like a few saturdays along i had like a group of, of of 10 they want to join me to take some crazy pictures with a with a with a couple with a couple as well really i, I was like them like no go away <laughs> yeah <laughs> that doesn't work i need to be alone with the couple because uh so we, we will take some crazy pics with you guys but then i need to be alone with the couple oh, i totally understand that and i feel really similar to you i feel yeah it is a time where the photographer is expected to be more in charge isn't it and so that does make me more nervous actually yeah it is uh, yeah i've always had it and i still have it like i want to produce the the best possible images for my for my client and and i know yeah, it's just you have a time frame of like an hour and 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 bad light and at you have to yeah be creative in, in in that i can i can do it without being nervous just take take safe shots and then but you want to produce the quality that that you've they've seen on your website and i think yeah. every photographer should be nervous before i should because otherwise you're just doing safe, safe i guess so yeah i guess that's true oh but a life without nerves would be so much more pleasant though it would be more pleasant yeah um, but yeah. yeah, so for your couple, your couple stuff, do you know, do you do a lot of prep? Do you like scout around the venue on the day itself or beforehand? What do you do? Uh, actually not. I, I used to do it like the first few weddings, but then I, I noticed that it works counterproductive because when I, I uh, shout for, uh, I scout for a location and I've got all these things in my head like, oh yeah, I'm going to do an awesome picture here with uh, these flowers and, and this and I'm oh, I'm, I'm going to use this composition and then on the day itself you arrive and then there's a, a car parked in your first composition <laughs> and then the light falls differently on the second ID you had and then the third ID is also not possible because of something like, like I don't know, people having a drink, I don't know. Mm. And then, then it's like a little circuitry shortcut thing in my in my head like oh no all these things don't work what do i have to do now and it's it's really hard to look at the the location again with a fresh mind because you you had these ideas in your head and you're yeah you and then then yeah it's not a good start of so i like to to know where i'm shooting but just know the space and and how far i need to walk to get to maybe some interesting shots and and, and so i do that with with google maps or street oh, yeah. view or, or the uh or I, I ask them to to make some pictures of it and then that's enough for me then i come to the location with a fresh mind and i see everything for the first time and and that gives me the inspiration and, and on that time of the day with that light what can i do when then that works best for me that's super cool that's so cool to hear i think people are going to really appreciate hearing that you know because i think a lot of it a lot of the time it's kind of drilled into us that you should pre-plan you know you should scout you should have everything set up but you're so right in what you said there everything um yeah that's yeah it, it also doesn't work for me to to go to i don't know how you guys do it because i i heard from a photographer that he's like for the 20th time on the same venue in in the same year i i i, I couldn't yeah, do that uh, i when i when i I also never propose um, locations because I want to be surprised by my couple to 
to get fresh ideas and to to yeah see the things for a first time if i get to a, a location for the 10th time then i'm there and i think okay last time i did an awesome shot with this and then you do it again but somewhere it's never as good as your first time because mm. you in your head you think I can do this. I've already done it, and you're you're getting a little sloppy, and you you, you take your, yeah, I don't know, you don't don't work that hard on your frame because you you're cocky and you think I, I've I've got this. I've already did it, and and you don't also don't have the the, the same uh, drive to to photograph that because you've already done it. So it's not like oh yeah, this new piece mm. for my portfolio, and and coming for the yeah the the twentieth time in the same location to shoot doesn't work that much for me that that's what I tell my couples also like like the reason why i I rather have them find something for me than me proposing the same uh locations for my clients uh, that's so yeah that's, that's so yeah. interesting man that's so cool and honestly this is so good already it's so, it's so cool and I, I love the fact that we're talking about couple stuff we don't generally talk about much couple stuff um on the podcast and it's all obviously something that virtually all of us do as well so it's all just yeah really good i should ask more about that on the podcast always should I? but that's yeah. so cool to hear how you work with that man and i totally understand about shooting in the same venue so like yeah this year for me i've done four weddings at ones are one of the same venue already this year and it has its own little private beach so they always you know the couple always want to go down to the private beach and it's very tricky to get different kind of shots of different competitions yeah yeah, i have shot at the venue probably about 18 times now and it's they want to go there and obviously and it's yeah it's just more difficult for all those reasons you said as well when you you want to do something new but then most of the time new is not always better because you're there and then you already saw like the good stuff the light is always different so there's always but also not always because like if you go yeah. at the same time on the same day and then and, and, and the same location and the, the light is pretty similar so yeah you're doing the, the the same stuff but i yeah it doesn't yeah it's true as well we just said that, that new isn't always better as well is it it's 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 true but yeah. you, we want to keep it fresh for ourselves as well so it's always yeah tricky that way well yeah all interesting um man and so how let's so talk, let's talk about your kind of origins and how you got into this world of wedding photography and i heard i heard you studied animation and that it was a good preparation for <laughs> photography i watched what i thought was one of your animations i think it is on youtube was it the date that's yours <laughs> you found it yeah it's man it's so good i watched it this morning it's like wow <laughs> it's so good it's so unexpected what happens as well it's like it's ultra dark i love it and it's so funny honestly i laugh so much it's so good man yeah um, it's a uh, yeah it's, it's a long time ago when it is, is yeah it's, it's what it, it is what it is it is a graduation project of a young guy uh <laughs> doing animation but it's still there on youtube yeah it's so yeah. good honestly people should check it out look search for the date by uh dries wrongley wrongley yeah that's it yeah it's, have yeah. you seen uh, the, the the tasty routine thing i i didn't yet because i just did it this morning preparing for no i've not watched that oh, one yeah. yet is that similar kind of dark humor as well uh yeah 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 i like it it's so good like, honestly but you're so talented so that was all your animation all your work yeah it was uh six months of of work the date like wow. drawing every frame and uh yeah it, it was it was fun it was a uh, um was fun <laughs> so good honestly people check it out listen to this thank it's you so good. Really <laughs> right, yeah good. it's what it is um no uh, it's awesome dude. it's so good it's so good yeah but how did you get into weddings then and so yeah, yeah so I, I i 
uh, studied animated movie. I don't know what the, what the proper proper English translation is because animation. It feels like I'm saying that I'm I did like uh, like child animation, like like being a clown or something. Oh right, yeah, no. <laughs> I think we do just call it more animation though and um yeah it's like when you go on holiday and like the entertainers there they call it animation and stuff yeah but that's, yeah but that's we don't call it that in england that kind of entertainment so i think yeah studying animation yeah I, so i studied uh, animation uh and uh, that was actually my my real passion because i i want to do like 3d animation stuff um and i was so passionate about it that i i, I stood up at six in the morning and i worked like uh, till till one o'clock in at night, uh, yeah. and I, di- I didn't eat good. I didn't sleep good. But I was like, like this hyper focus on 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 3D and visuals and and, and animation and and, and uh, it was it was a, an, an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> uh, so I, I I I had this unhealthy lifestyle, and I developed uh, RSI, uh, like rapid. Rep- rep- repetitive strength uh strain strain injury oh, thing okay. like mouse arm or, or if you know that uh, okay. like pain on your arm when you work too long with the mouse yeah. keyboard right. i i got it so hard that that i had pains in my underarm my upper arm in my shoulder in my neck hmm. uh if i only touched the 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 mouse then i immediately had pain so i I couldn't continue with 3d so i uh, did that's why i i made my graduation project in 2d like i drew everything and that worked better with the pencil Uh, okay right oh this is this is getting a long story (laughs) that's good we like long stories it's good man yeah it's good uh so yeah the the the, um, but then after graduation i i did so I, I my my movies did good on on festivals and I, I I got a lot of interest and some TV channels bought it and stuff. Uh, oh, wow. cool. And I won some. Uh, I'm not I'm not trying to brag it, but I won some yeah. prizes. Yeah, I was. It's <laughs> great, man. It's cool. It's really cool. Uh, but then I decided to to do something else uh, because the choice was or to make my own uh, movies, but that is almost there, there was not there was no YouTube then there was no, was not so 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 okay. famous. So now I would I would uh, maybe just make it for YouTube and, and and get money from advertising or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but back then it was very hard to to make your own movie and 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 get finances for it because you have to like work six months for for three minutes of movie. Uh, so that's not really a uh it's feasible is it <laughs> no, it's a very very hard work and it's it's nice to make your own movie um but i didn't want to 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 work like six months for three minutes of someone else's movie yeah. uh, because if, if you then like get hired to make someone else's movie and you don't like the script or you don't like the story and you're working your ass off every day for a movie that you don't like that didn't sound like a job I want to do. So uh, that would suck. And, and especially not with my with my pain in my arm. Uh, maybe if it was 3D, I, I I still want to do it. But with the pain in my arm, it it was yeah. off the table. So I had to to do something else. And then I started uh, graphic design and and photography. And I kind of rolled into it because my sister got married, and I just had like everyone actually like okay. like someone you know gets married and you you roll into it and then yeah uh, your sister though that was quite did you actually photograph your sister's wedding as the main yeah it was my very first wedding that i photographed (laughs) it was i hope she's not listening it was horrible Uh, the wedding was (laughs) awesome but my photography she's still like 
some were happy with it, but she also sees a difference with what I do now. Oh uh, yeah, and she's like, "What? Why did you not photograph like this?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was. I didn't know what I was doing. I was shooting in JPEG uh, because I didn't understand RAW. I was I was using external flashes uh, on a very weird position in the church where I could have just like used available light. It was right. Okay. But well, that was, that's quite a baptism of fire to photograph your first wedding being your own yeah, sister's wedding. I, had, I didn't sleep the day before. I had so much stress. It's, but oh. they were like, uh, or you do it, or we we have no photos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a bit of pressure on you. <laughs> uh, so, and after that, they must have they must have liked them, though. So it must have given you, it gave you confidence. Did you, it must have enjoyed part of the day and wanted to do it more then? Yeah, of course they like it, but I, I was their I was her little brother, so and then I uh, she, oh, yeah. she yeah she we were she, she was not really uh, busy with no um yeah she's not going to say these stuff she had she had she had photos so she was happy yeah okay <laughs> later, <laughs> so, later my my brother said the same like we were not gonna have photos i was like you have to have photos and i just gave them a uh, eve scapers for a present <laughs> oh nice that's a, that's a nice present, that's a nice present. <laughs> so then what happened after that then how did you you know did you just realize you wanted to go for it and being a wedding photographer yeah i had some some uh, I thought, yeah, this is this is this must be this can work. So uh, first weddings, yeah, like everyone, like I, I did them for seven hundred euros or something. And mm -hmm. the thing was, I, I uh, already had some experience with making uh, websites, uh, so I made my own first website. And back then, the Facebook algorithm also worked in favor of me. And then uh, I had a good price. So the first year, I had. Uh, 26 weddings. Wow, that's yeah. <laughs> Just because good. I was so focused on my SEO and my my website, and 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 I, I got first in in Google like immediately because there were also not a lot of photographers uh, on the internet. I I I, oh, right, yeah. I I also thought that I was the only photographer in uh, Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you say back, I, I had some ego problems back then. Also. <laughs> I, I thought I was the I was the best one because I didn't know anyone else, and then and all the photographers back then were these photographers who did like this very classic uh, peak behind the tree photos. And, oh yeah, uh, classic. Uh, you do one. not do that then, Dries. Do you not do the peak behind the tree photo? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> when you say well, you you talking about back then? How long ago was it? I know I'm asking a detail question again, but is it like ten years ago you began, or less than that? When did you? Uh, Twelve now, I think. Wow, is it? Yeah, uh, oh, twelve, time. thirteen years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've been in the game for a long time now. Wow. I, I, it, it always surprises me how long I've been doing this because at first I thought uh, maybe I'll do this for four or five years or something. I, I'll get tired of it, but I, I'm still not tired of it. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's good to hear. And you mentioned um, the Eve Eve Shepherd's name. He always tells me off for not pronouncing his name correctly, but I think is it? Yeah, say his name again. Uh, Eve Schepers, no, I, I call him, but maybe I'm also incorrect. I think you <laughs> no. sound right. I think he'll be like, yeah, he'll be berating me if he listens to this one. But yeah, you say it right. But yeah, you mentioned him. and But your name, you know, has been mentioned on so many podcast episodes. So yeah. many. <laughs> my my so, girlfriend was like, you're being mentioned by all the Belgian photographers and you're not on the podcast. How come? Yeah, well, we maybe think so. I, maybe because I... I'm not so good in sending in images for this reportage. <laughs> well, we're fixing it now, Trace. Yeah, 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 I don't know. Finally. Uh, fi <laughs> uh, yeah, so you've been mentioned by like Eve, uh, Son of the Block, Simon Leclerc, I think Sophie Callowert as well, and I think more. I, I um, beat them to do it. 
<laughs> like, please mention me. My business is dying. I need some. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a publicity. No, but you're like the you're like the grandfather of Belgian photography. I think. So yeah. Can you, but can you tell us more about your links with some of those people? You know how you've met them, and you know, yeah, your links with them. That's a big a big name. I I I, I cannot. Uh, no. <laughs> you should put uh, it on your website. Put it on your website. I uh, put it. That's a, that's a nice term. Like I'm the grandfather of Belgium. Uh... <laughs> I think for it's the, good. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll make T-shirts. Yes. Um, no, my links are just uh, the first one was was Eva. No. Yeah. 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 He, he just came to to live in my house, and he was an engineer, uh, and he was not happy with his job, and he saw me doing photography, and he had to go like every day to his work in his in in the traffic and his car. And then he saw me lying in the couch doing nothing and then earning <laughs> and earning uh, the same amount as him. So he thought, why don't I try it? And I, I, I pushed him a little and I, 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 he didn't need a big push. He was like, oh, I quit my job. I, I do photography. Uh, That's cool. That's and the, only cool thing I, the only thing I did was like introduce him to the to the network. And he sometimes he came looking behind my shoulder. But I, I think if, if anything, I slowed down his progress, then I actually helped him. <laughs> I, 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 probably back then I gave him all the, the, the wrong advice, like uh, shoot with a 14 millimeter and then with a 70 to 200 and then with this, because you need a, a lot of variety with lenses. And <laughs> I, I didn't know what I was. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't have to talk myself down so much, but I don't think I... I, I uh, I, you I must have helped him. He uh, must have had a big influence. I mean, he mentioned you as well. It's a big deal. So yeah, must... I, I'm the reason he became a wedding photographer. That's that's yeah, the only thing. It's a big I, deal. I didn't. I didn't he, he never came with me to take photos, or uh, <laughs> he, I, I didn't allow him. He asked a lot for it, for it, <laughs> but I was like, no, I don't want anything with me because it, it's it's uh, yeah, yeah, someone. I, I always thought like someone around me. Uh, it, it's I can handle it. Like. Like what, the extra pressure or yeah and and yeah. <laughs> maybe also the same reason why i i i sent people away on the photo shoot like my uh, during the photo shoot my head is so exploding with all the things that i see mm. and i want to do and like oh there's beautiful light but no it's not possible because there this tree is not good and this composition is not good and i can maybe the reflection oh no and maybe there oh no and, and it's like constantly ids but then no it's not possible and and you're so so in your head with all this this these things mm. and then managing other people's like then then you've got this this uh uh, reaction of, of of someone like maybe there maybe maybe we can do something with that tree and then to be polite I have to look at that tree and then <laughs> tell him why it's not a good idea to take photos there because of this and then yeah I get all that well I well, get all that that's a lot of stuff going never, around your mind I had I never had someone join me and I was I was afraid that that it would be too much for my my head even even if they're quiet just just having someone looking over my shoulder uh already gives me like a little extra stress mm, i totally understand I, that i know this person is is thinking maybe oh what is the what is he doing and i don't know i, I was just i was afraid of it no <laughs> it, i get that it, 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 like conflicts with my mojo that <laughs> what about now i mean do you often do you still shoot do you shoot on solo most of your weddings or do you have seconds uh like then and then there's a, the my uh 
first, second, I think, was on the blog then, and then. Oh, it was really, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, Stan Knapp was, but now I um, I mainly also shoot alone. But now I can handle. Uh, I, I have more of the confidence to handle a, a second shooter. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Oh, that's interesting. Though. I still, I've never had a second, you know, ever. Still never had a second. You never had a second shooter? No, no, never. And I think partly for what you say, I think I would be. I don't know. I think part of me would think what what they you know. I, I always say in life, I don't really care what people think of me, but I think I would feel like such stress of the second being there, thinking yeah, like, yeah. oh, what, he doesn't know what he's doing. What is he doing? Like, I wouldn't. He, he shouldn't be doing it that way. You know, I, it just stressed me out. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I understand that what you're saying, and and so then how also how did you get to meet Sana? Then you said she she was one of your that's, first. That's a, uh, a funnier story. <laughs> oh, good. Go on. We like that. That's good. Uh, but I don't know if yeah I I can I can tell it uh, I don't think if 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 you you ask her afterwards and then you cut it out if you can't yeah, <laughs> no, no, there's nothing embarrassing fine. about the story <laughs> like the first time we met she uh, I I met her mother on a wedding on a reception okay. uh, and she was so fan of me and so uh, <laughs> that she immediately went to her daughter Sana to tell her like contact this guy is a really a uh, uh, lovely photographer and he's really blah blah um so then she mailed me and then we met at uh, a bar something i i already forgot afterwards but she reminded me that i already met her uh <laughs> and then i looked at her work and i was like yeah sorry i cannot take you with me it's like awful <laughs> you, you, <laughs> <laughs> like like uh i think you, yeah you need to work a little more and then i gave her details of another photographer and then she <laughs> went like for a year with this other photographer just just to to uh yeah um work on her, her photography skills and then after a year or something i thought i i really needed a second shooter so i i i put out a um uh, on my website that I, I was looking for someone and I, I got a lot of emails but one was was like from some of the blog right really motivated uh, like I really want to go with you when and I, I will go every wedding with you uh, and and then we went uh, to drink again you uh, review her and she, she was like you know we already met right I was like oh really <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it actually no, no, forgot. I was so impressed from from her her uh, <laughs> like like her drive to to really make it and and that she really went. Uh, some some people when when they they hear like you're not good enough, they just give it up and then they just go do something else. But she went with this other photographer. She sticked. She sticked. Sticked with it. She stuck with it. Oh well, yeah, stuck. Yeah, stuck. She stuck with it. <laughs> for a whole year and then and then she still had that drive to to come with me uh so i thought yeah i have to give this a chance and she she went with me for uh a whole year every wow. wedding, uh, really? a whole season being, yeah cool. yeah without being paid and she was the the uh, the hardest working photographer uh i've ever seen <laughs> uh, cool. i i i work hard and i Sometimes I'm afraid for a second shooter that I'm gonna be annoyed because they're on their cell phone or something, or they're not working as hard. But Sana, I've never been annoyed with. It's it's it, it, if if anything, she gave me energy to work to work oh. harder, and she she's just I I've seen her grow that year from from <laughs> like I've, I I use like ten images of her like. 
I use like 50%. A lot of it's just 50-50 of my images and her images. Uh, and she grew so much. Uh, so it was uh, cool to see. And then, and then seeing that she, she developed her uh, her own style after me and then and, and go her own way and then becoming this awesome photographer. It's a... Uh, yeah, she's she's uh, cool, man. That's like proud parents. <laughs> now I cannot put this this podcast thing on my on my website because I'm I'm just advertising other photographers. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's so cool to hear, though. It's really cool, and um, yeah, you just, yeah. Uh, I think she also deserves because I I know there are other photographers who are better in Instagram and marketing and and all this shit, but are not that passionate about photography and good in in photography as mm. she is so i think good photographers uh like her they deserve it to be to be mentioned and to be like okay she 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 is known enough by now but but still uh, yeah Oh, I get that. And that's just a really lovely of you to say, man. That's cool. And when we actually met, we only met kind of semi-briefly, really, at Doc Day, but uh, you were able to see Sana talk as well. That must have been cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her first yeah. talk. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. Um, man, awesome. Let's, uh, anyway, yeah. So I, th- I think you should put the whole grandfather of Belgian photography on your website. <laughs> yeah, but the other, the other mention, I think, Simon, I, I think he just mentioned me because I, I made like a, a Corona COVID screen for his, uh, his, uh, practice for his a uh, doctor thing oh right okay oh yeah because you did you 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 worked in, in a hospital as well i read in during the covid time uh yeah uh i i worked before covid a little for the hospital but then then uh they during covid they could only allow uh one photographer uh and then they chose me so i i had a lot of more work uh for it what, what, the reason what? i i i got in uh not not the reason but uh yeah yeah i uh, yeah oh. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what i want to say <laughs> no okay and so that but what do you what doing what kind of like photography in the hospitals then uh i i, I do everything there like i'm a photographer for for uh when they when there's a new uh heart transplant thing with a with a new technique that they want to uh do in their communication or the the cleaning lady needs a new profile pic or oh. they're moving the the kitchen from one place to another and they need archival images oh well that's quite varied it's then about, it's it's nice because it is the same organization so so the invoicing and the people i talk with and the parking lot and everything is the same but it's such a such a huge hospital that all the assignments are always different enough to keep it interesting uh that's cool and, man. and, and the the first the, the the most interesting ones are they they um like my reportage kind of work and they when they need new images from uh, a certain hallway or a certain department then they just let me free uh, and i can just shoot uh whatever i want uh i just have to have to ask permissions from the from the people oh yeah i can just like work in my style and they and they see afterwards uh what images they can they can use for their communications and the nice thing about it is i can also uh send the images to the people i photograph and that was one of my demands if you can you can see me quote me with my fingers but uh that that if i should 
there then i also want to uh, if i if i shoot people that are going to a hard time with their kids or or, or with illness that i can also send these images to them and oh. they uh they also agreed with that so oh that's uh, really lovely man yeah it's 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 like double the the <laughs> how do you call it like the um uh good feeling that i get the the uh, yeah mm. <laughs> Yeah, the why the, the the why for me why I do it like um, it's not only for the money but also to to for the organization but also for these people so it's is a lot of how do you call it the, well like double the satisfaction maybe yeah something like that or the yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oh but that's awesome yeah that's so lovely to be doing something like that man yeah really nice yeah and then yeah. I did the the covid exposition like during covid i i often uh, i first i asked if i could shoot like uh covid there because i heard there was a like a lot of chaos and a lot of uh and things going wrong and stuff and i thought oh right. that would be awesome to like <laughs> make a, a reportage from mm -hmm. it and and uh, shoot all this chaos, <laughs> but they didn't allow this because of obvious reasons that they didn't want photos of it. Yeah, of all <laughs> the chaos coming out. Yeah, because I, I want to like a personal project, and I want to do it completely free. Uh, just go there for for uh, multiple days and and shoot it. <laughs> but then only like the last wave where everything was under control and then everything was easy. Then they said, okay, now you can come. It's like, yeah, but now it's not really a personal project anymore. So mm. I want, still want to do it, but now you're going to pay. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't say it like that, but but <laughs> it was kind of, uh, but it was no problem for them. And I did a, a nice, it was it was a nice uh, exposition. I, I, I uh, got a, a, a big exposition then in the, the hospital. Oh, right. Cool. Oh, in the hospital itself. Yeah. Yeah, with all COVID, like on the ICU and and the the first delivery of the vaccination and the ah, cool. uh, like everything, the whole whole story from beginning to the end. Um, that is very cool to capture because that's, that's that, I mean, hopefully that's like a once in a lifetime event, you know, a pandemic like that. So awesome that you were able to capture. Yeah, I, I, I it grew a lot of respect also for the. Um, people working there because they they're like dressed up in this very warm clothing and and uh helping it yeah ah, very cool man yeah very cool very <laughs> cool um let's 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 change tack Dries. and um do you watch much tv or movies i always i was already uh, afraid of this uh this question <laughs> like i said my memory is so so bad and uh i i watched like uh incredible amount of movies but i cannot remember titles and i cannot re even remember con sometimes i'm i'm uh, my girlfriend asks, have you watched this movie it's like i oh, know then we watched together and like halfway the movie i was like oh i've already seen it. Yeah. <laughs> i get that <laughs> she hates it but oh but that's cool though you know what it's okay it's just for fun it's just for fun and so you know what's going to happen so I, I, if anyone's listening to the podcast for the first time i'm going to ask Therese um some i'm going to read out some synopses of maybe a movie or maybe a series and we're going to see if you can get the title yeah. I'll, I'll open my google and uh, <laughs> type as fast as you can talk <laughs> well actually the, the first two i've got for you they're kind of in in the synopses there's quite a clue to the title of each one okay within the synopses themselves so but anyway yes hopefully people are enjoying playing at home and i'm enjoying doing it anyway so let's do it so are you ready for your first one Dries? i know but yeah uh, I'll have to be. <laughs> 
<laughs> so this one is an old movie. This is like um, 25 years old, 20, something like that. It's old anyway, as a clue. Okay. okay. So Charles, a good natured young introvert, tries to discover his true love for Carrie as he attends the wedding of four of his friends and a funeral. Um, four weddings and a funeral. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, I've never seen it. I think really never seen it. Wow. Oh man. It's so good. I, I don't know. I probably I have because I've seen like all the movies, but, uh, it's so good, man. It's so good. Well, you got that straight away. There you go. I'm, I'm actually uh, Googling it now to, uh, to see if I, if I have just seen some, uh, images of it, maybe I can, uh, Oh yeah, it should refresh your memory. Yeah, yeah, but um, you gave it away. You, you said, "Well, it's, it's, in, yeah. it's in the synopsis." And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but it's so good if you haven't. I'm seen just it. gonna claim this victory. So uh, yeah, it's still got it, man. You got it straight away. You got it straight away. Um, yeah, one of my all-time favorite films. That is, love it. So good. Um, yeah, Hugh Grant, Andy McDowell, very good. Anyway, okay, let's go to your second one, man. Okay, so okay. this one is a bit more recent, but still old. It's about 15 years old, also. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so three film students vanish after traveling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary on the local Blair Witch legend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Blair Witch. Yes. Blair Witch. It's also in the in the synopsis. I know. <laughs> it's got, it's just I, I, it's got I knew it before I heard the Blair Witch. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, you sound like you did. Yes, Blair Witch Project. I love that as well. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. It was a. It was cool, but I didn't. I didn't understand the whole scary hype, or I think. Oh really? I really got into that hype. Maybe maybe you really have to look at it in like the the uh, cinema. Um, yeah, I saw it at the cinema, and just before I saw it at the cinema as well, I read kind of like a book about it, and it, the book was presented in a kind of non-fiction way, you know, as if it was real, and it just added to the whole thing for me. It was. Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I have to be careful of what I say because I my I don't have the best memory of the movie, but I think it was this one that I was kind of critical of during film school that I, that I was like, <laughs> okay, but what's the story or what's the special? It's just I don't uh, know. Okay. That, that, no, or maybe it was like another another one of the same type. Like there was there were some movies like that, but like yeah, the found okay, the, the, the 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 special thing of this movie is just that it's filmed with a handycam and that it's like grainy and you you <laughs> yeah half of the time you cannot see what's really happening. But I like that I, though. Oh man, honestly, yeah, but, I was scared so much at the cinema with that. <laughs> so much. And and that night I went back and I was staying with my girlfriend who is who is now my wife because uh, we've been together a long time. But I woke up in the middle of the night and I thought she was a witch. I, I was so scared. She hates that 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 happened. And is, is is did you did you like ask her to marry you that evening or not on that night, no. So it's, it, it, your 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 married thing has nothing to do with uh, the Blair Ridge. Being bewitched by yeah. because because I, I I'm seeing something uh, I'm I'm like uh, analyzing you here, Alan. Uh, your your youth memories that you don't have your drug uh, use your <laughs> oh yeah that's true <laughs> that's funny that's funny all right but let's go on to your third one you two out of two this this right. uh, this this third one is harder so a lot it is harder it's a more recent uh series it's on netflix it's had two series okay as a clue as well okay so 
A woman named Nadia is caught in a time loop at a seemingly inescapable party one night in New York City. She dies repeatedly, always restarting at the same moment at the party as she tries to figure out what is happening to her. Yeah, I think I've seen it. Oh, cool. I don't know. Is it like a, it's a bit of a mindfuck movie, no? Yeah, it's a series, oh. but yeah, it is. A yes. Yeah. Oh, no, then I probably... No, it's, if it's a series, I probably haven't... I don't oh, know. Okay. I don't know. No. Okay, cool. It's called Russian Doll. Russian Doll. No, no. It's I, pretty good. For, if you like time loop type stuff. Like I, I love it. I, 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 my, my favorite movies are, are all this, this time, uh, these, uh, yeah, mindfuck movies like, like Memento and the butterfly effect. And, uh, I've never seen either of those actually. You haven't seen Memento? No, I know. I should oh, do. Oh, I? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I should do. I love Groundhog Day and like Run Lola Run. Have you seen Run Lola Run? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, so what's it? It's a German film. Uh, oh, or um. Anyway, yeah, but I like those kind of. I should watch Memento. I know I've heard a lot about that. Yeah, I should watch. Yeah, that. but yeah, Memento is is is, is cool. It's uh, a bit like Twenty One Grams. Uh, it's just like like uh yeah i, I can talk I, I can't tell you too much because then you can't see it anymore but it's like cut up in the in the montage like you you see the end of the movie first and then you go to the beginning but it ah, also okay. makes it also not not just for to make to make it special or something but it, it actually has something to do with the movie because it's uh he, he doesn't remember uh anything um it sounds like me from a, 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 a special point in time um and he's trying to figure out what has happened and something so it, it makes sense to 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 make the film uh backwards okay uh, mm, i will watch it because it is something that's always been on my radar i remember my parents watching it years ago and absolutely hating it so that um so i, I should watch it because that must mean it's actually very good so <laughs> okay yeah, someone hates it probably uh something about the movie <laughs> that's true isn't it that's just, yeah the thing with life if if anything in life creates some kind of um yeah. hard emotion either way something about it mm, that's true um let's go back to your photography Dries, and um you are a member of the mind the moment collective along with a few other tir members who we, um, a couple of whom i've interviewed on the podcast actually as well can you tell us more about that and um, and the workshops you do <laughs> um what do you want to know well yeah how did how did it all begin the four of you because there's four of you getting together isn't it and yeah uh um and tell us who they are because you pronounce their names better than me as well uh yeah it's with, with Yves Schepers, Nela Watti, Philip Swiggers and me oh I was I was afraid I was gonna gonna forget a name there <laughs> <laughs> that would have been pretty bad <laughs> no yeah we do we do uh one big workshop every year and then a few small ones uh we i honestly think that we have everyone will probably say that but we have one of the the best photography workshops like like full photography workshop um of them all but we are the worst in selling it and in <laughs> in what, in, <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean yeah we, we we are all four of us are more like chaotic uh creative photography okay. people with a with a photography passion and with and with we and we, we really care about about helping others and so but but in a business point of view that's not always the best and and marketing is not we we wouldn't need like uh one of four of us that that has like more of a a business mind and a marketing mind to to 
uh, yeah. make us grow or something and then make us bigger but also think that that like that's like the 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 nice thing about us that we are just four photographers trying to learn stuff to people <laughs> yeah that's really cool and what are four of you as well there's brilliant photographers yeah, yeah like, four it, photographers and, and most of the time like the there's uh son of the block uh has been with us from the start uh first like cooking for us and then now she's shooting and, and helping out and stuff yeah, uh, cool. wow she deserves a spot with with in the mentoring team but it's just uh yeah too many mentors it's not possible <laughs> <laughs> and do you do is it like one day or two day workshops you do or do you do long mentorships uh the the workshop is i think four days wow really four days that is intense uh, in a house together yeah that's the the nice thing about it is like not only us talking but just them talking with each other and then doing exercises and then the, the talks you have in the morning and in the evening and the experiences and the that's the cool. friendships and the and the especially the networking that you have with these people because when you're just starting out like network is is everything mm. uh and it's it's really important to make to make good friends and i think our workshop has i i really love it i, I even get i don't know if it, it cannot be the cold because it's fucking hot here but i even get goosebumps here just, oh, thinking just about, talking about it That's yeah cool. it's weird I, I don't want to be like the emotional but you should yeah i don't know i should uh, come along that'd be great or maybe just uh, it was just like a ghost that passed through my body or something <laughs> you also get goosebumps from it but just yeah if i if i if i think if i see people just still uh, having a, a big friendship or still still shooting together or, or, or working on a business together because they met on our workshop uh, that's that's our our aim uh, oh yeah to, that must to, be awesome to see and I think that's also part of the reason no I don't want to say that <laughs> <laughs> no okay <laughs> no but that's that's awesome man and so four days how many attendees do you have then how many people uh only 12 wow and with four mentors 12 so yeah that's, three that's... three people for every mentor and and the last day we also do this this whole afternoon um with one mentor and three students talking about their work and, and, yeah. and recapitulating everything they they learned and then what they're they're gonna do different and and then how they're gonna yeah go from that's so there. cool wow it must be so valuable to those people to have all that time so much um like really in, almost individual almost one-to-one -one time as well isn't it well some one-to-one -one time there yeah yeah three is is, is perfect because one-to-one -one, i think it, three is better than one-to-one -one because you you we also look at at uh, where they are like skill level and we make sure that uh there are three people from different skill level with each other so oh, you, you can start talking with one person and then everything you you say to the next person and then the person after that uh it's also very useful for the first one so but but you cannot really talk about that yet with the first one because they're not there yet so you, you don't have to uh have the person just figuring out his 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 settings and his exposure and 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 how to move in a wedding you don't have to say like watch this tree going to the head of these people or or watch your layers or or maybe shoot on f16 and, and include like seven more layers you don't have to say that to the first one but maybe they want like to to hear that to have a, a glimpse of the future of what what they can mm -hmm. yeah in the future work on in their in their wedding photography uh so tree is perfect <laughs> Very cool, man. Very cool. And um, have you got any coming up 
chance to plug one yeah, yeah in in in, uh, in february there is a, a big one scheduled but like i told you we were we we're very bad in uh in marketing I, 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 don't think, <laughs> i don't think we have done one instagram post about it or something <laughs> uh, so there are still some some places left and if they don't uh, get filled up we're We also don't stress about it. We're just like, uh, then we're just gonna do a big holiday with all the photographers. That's But cool. until now, every every uh, big workshop that we held was was a uh, sold out. Um, well, it sounds it's, it sounds awesome, man. And and also say now, I will include if you go to thisreptage.com, I'll include a link straight to to your um, uh, uh, mind collective. Yeah, so <laughs> get on that, guys. I'm sure it's it's awesome. Is that so? That's going to be in Belgium, is it in February? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and when we were we were thinking to uh, do an English one, so so yeah. maybe this this one can be the English one, and and, and people can come from all over the world uh, to Belgium, and we'll yeah. give we'll give them a lovely time. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you will. <laughs> that would be, that would be awesome. I would love to come, man. I'd love to come, and then I, I you know I'll be doing what I've said about wanting to go to Belgium, and uh, oh yeah. yeah, you can you can come along to the workshop. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Wouldn't be cool. Be cool. Yeah, there's, there's still a place left in the in the cooking team. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen, you've definitely not seen me cook then to mention that. Not oh me. yeah, you're the you're the the McDonald's guy. Oh yeah, have you got yeah you have McDonald's in Belgium? Of course you do. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it near to where? Do you always have your workshop at the same venue, same place? No. Uh, oh, okay. oh, yeah, we we have had three venues uh, now. We always uh, change because it's not always not perfect. Like, but now we we've got a really 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 nice one. And I think we're gonna stick with it for the near future. Okay. So cool. it's in the, yeah. Is it is it near McDonald's? <laughs> I think there is a McDonald's somewhere in the neighborhood, like everywhere. <laughs> okay, I'm there then. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> um, uh, Dries, let's go into one of your specific images, and it's one of your specific reportage wars that I wanted to ask you about. Um, and it's also your this reportage profile banner image. Um, it's one of like a bored-looking girl in the oh, foreground. Yeah, yeah, with guests in the background swinging napkins around their heads. Um, yeah, I just love the juxtaposition of the border and the joy and the colors and the depth of field. It's so good, man. Can you tell us more about that shot? Do you remember taking it? Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Uh, it's a bit of a lucky shot, but also not. I don't think a lot of shots are lucky shots. You always have to wait for it. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, there was this thing happening with the with the um, how do you call it? We call it the Connemara. So every wedding, uh, there they, they play this song Connemara, like the Connemara, and then all the tissues, all the napkins go up in the air and 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 most photographers uh roll their eyes with this moment because it's like a typical classical moment and a lot of couples also are like no we're not doing that because that's cheesy and stupid. Oh, okay <laughs> is so, it a proper belgian thing this proper tradition yeah it's a real belgian thing so that's that's why i really like the the picture there's there are things wrong with this picture don't get me wrong i i i hate some stuff about the picture like like the girl at the right not holding a napkin and just just holding her hand in the air uh you're <laughs> not tempted to photoshop in a uh no i try but <laughs> There. Uh, but just just that that the girl is like rolling her eye uh, seems to be rolling her eyes on, yes. a, on, a, on, a, on a typical belgium thing that everyone is like oh that's that's cheesy uh i like that cool. and, uh, yeah the girl was just sitting there and then uh, uninterested and the people in the back were doing this thing so i i i'm, I'm very drawn to to kids i really like wedding with weddings with uh kids i i almost all my my 
portfolio images I like the most are with uh, kids because they're so unpredictable and so fun to uh, focus on. Quite a few of your specific awards, I think, are kids as well. Yeah, all, I think almost all. I, 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 I had to make a, um, a slideshow of my best of also to sell a workshop. And, and they were like almost all with kids. Like, mm, maybe <laughs> I should also focus like on other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Have you ever delved into family photography? You love kids so much. You've done any family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do day in the lives. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think it's a it's a hard uh, sell uh, mm. because I also yeah you you have to if you do like a full I, I think you have to do a full day to re- make it really interesting and to to capture all the all the moments. Mm. But if you do a full day, it's a lot of time working afterwards. You really have to ask a good price and yeah and and not all families are willing to to pay that price for for this type of photography uh, yeah. so I do I don't do a lot I also don't really market it uh, that haven't that that hardly mm-hmm. um, but yeah. I really 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 enjoy it I, I every time I do one I think I, I really have to do more of this oh that's cool yeah I get that and now uh, and that, that image you spoke about that specific one is so cool I love the colors of the ladies dress in the background as well the whole colors in that image yeah it's yeah. so cool it's really cool and a perfect depth of field as well it's just it's just great it's really cool um yeah anyone listening now do head to disruptage.com I'll include that image that Doris just spoke about oh. um man we're, we're we're like getting to the to, to almost to an hour so it has flown by isn't it it's been it's been really yeah fun to there's do. so much stuff i want to talk about man. <laughs> i was gonna ask one more question but if there's anything anything specific you want to talk about oh, no no just go ahead <laughs> okay let's do it so um yes let's do because i've not asked you all any tips or anything yet so you although you've already given some great advice earlier on but a specific one here so yeah what would be Dries, what would be your top tips or top tip or just any thought to help someone become better at the oh, documentary? Man. Yeah, the documentary. Now, 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 now we're like we're already on an hour, but it's gonna be it's gonna be two hours. <laughs> uh, best cool. tips for a starting photographer? No, just for any uh, anyone wants to get better at the documentary side. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we st- we start the workshop uh, with with like aha moments that 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 I think every photographer wants in in, in his career as a few like aha moments like when when they they're like oh this you know like 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 if I do this then then uh, everything changes or, or that uh-huh, they, that yeah. you suddenly progress a lot more mm-hmm. uh, one of uh, of course, I've got I've got a lot. Uh, okay, well, I'm I'm gonna give us some. Give us some. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> no, all right. It doesn't have to be short. It's okay. Uh, maybe it's it's been mentioned a lot, but shoot what you what you love. That's a it's a really important one because I used to like think I had to shoot all the details in the morning and do a a, a, a whole shoot of the dress and the shoes and the rings and and everything, and then shoot portraits of my seventy two two hundred because you need like every guest. And then, uh, then on one wedding, I was like shooting the the rings in the garden with the leaves and like a little, uh, how do you call this animal with the the black dots and the red, uh, yeah, with the little animal. Yeah, how do you call it? Like, what, like, uh, I don't know. What, a ladybug. It's a, a ladybug. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ladybug. A little yeah. ladybug on it. I was really focusing on these rings, uh, so much that that, that there's someone 
uh, walked in, the, the father walked in and he was in tears with the daughter because he, he couldn't see. And I missed all that because I was I was so uh, focusing on these details. Uh, and then I thought, what am I doing here? Because these rings, they they are gonna wear them for the rest of their lives. They yeah. can always they can always look at it when they yeah, yeah. look at the hand yeah, yeah or or, or you can always do that later, or you can do that like at the end of the of the day or. Mm. Uh, but but these moments you cannot ever capture them again. You need to be ready for them, even if they don't happen. You you need to be ready for them. You need to wait for it, and you need to. Um, yeah be there so true so from then i i i decide like i'm not gonna do this all this this details mirror i'm gonna only shoot them uh when they enter the story in an in an organic way uh mm-hmm. like That's the shoes cool. when they when when she wears it like the the dress when she she's wearing it mm-hmm. uh and then so much time freed up like suddenly i i the whole morning i could just focus only on moments and 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 wait for moments and be ready and my moments got a lot better because i had the time and also during the the reception i was not like in my head oh i still have to have like a lot of uh 200 millimeter photos of every people's face i was like no if they want every uh guest his face then they just have to ask the person to bring like a little id photo and give it uh to the mm. couple when they enter then they have all the faces that's true uh, because if there's no context to the face why would you shoot it why well, what is has that to do with the with the wedding so then i i now i'm only focusing on atmosphere and moments and i shoot a lot of details but only the details that are are unique and critical to the wedding and and in an most of the time in an organic way and and, and with other people in the with, with moments included the, those are the perfect uh, detail shots so yeah that's that's an advice like like dare to shoot what you love um that's and only point. only post it on your on your socials and your your website and you will attract the client that you I must say, if you love to shoot details, don't go only shooting details because I predict that some couples will want to have photos of people also. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one or two, one or two. <laughs> but you can you can put a lot of photographers do this. They they put a a, a big focus on the details and they attract people people uh, clients that that really like the details and 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I, each to their own, but yeah, not for me either, actually. Yeah, yeah, I like people that like people. People, <laughs> yeah, great, great quotes. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I like that. I like people who like people. I like that. That's a good quote. I'm going to use that. I'm going to. I should start quoting more from the podcast. And that is what <laughs> I can do. <laughs> Dude, that is great advice. Honestly, I think that's so good for people to hear. Oh, yeah, so there was good. more. <laughs> okay, good. More, no, more is good. Go more. More is good. Go on. Go on. No, no, just just one 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 thing that I also always say, and I think is this is quite important. Like like avoid the dark side. Like you you need a light composition moment in your photo to be to be a, to have a good photo. But I see a lot of students when the light is not good, they throw everything overboard. They're like, oh fuck shit, cut. Uh, this, this was my Tourette, sorry. Uh, <laughs> they go in in a, in a corner and they're going to say like, oh, the light is not good. I can't do, not, I can't do anything. No, focus. Then focus on, on those two other elements, like the moments and the composition and make that as good as possible. Then you've got two pieces of the of the puzzle and and your photos will be good 
but the light will not be that good but but the dark side is an evil one i think everyone has had it like when the light is not good or when something is wrong then you like really go in into the dark side and when your when your energy is not good or when you're feeling it then everything is become everything becomes bad uh so avoid avoid the dark side <laughs> that's great as well man honestly that really is though look you see look you, people you should go on their workshop this is the kind of knowledge bombs that are dropped there it's so good though man it's yeah, so yeah. good honestly. <laughs> it really really is um yeah so good so good yeah that's that's a two i have more aha moment moments like don't shoot storyboards and 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 because I, I was I was uh, in film school and and I was so used to making uh, storyboards, oh, yeah. like like. But in in movie you've got an action and you've and and the next shot is a reaction and then the next shot is again an action okay. and when you when you put them uh, behind each other or in a, in a timeline then it works because you've got the action you've got the reaction you've got the, and, and then you have got a story but in in photography you don't have this timeline where you put everything afterwards you you, you really need to have the action and the reaction in the in the same in the same shot uh, in the same spot to make a story in one and i think a lot of photographers mm -hmm. forget that because they make their blog post in a timeline and they and it works in 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 their blog post because they they put like the action there and then a reaction of someone and I, I don't know it then it it but I think you need photos that stand for itself and you can hang on the wall and tell a story uh, on the wall and 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 work and are are just very powerful and have an emotional impact and that only works when you've got the action and the reaction in the in the same anyway <laughs> yeah no but that's awesome as well man i'm just you can't see me but i'm just so nodding here yeah that's so true as well <laughs> all great bits of advice honestly really really awesome dude it's so it's i i am gonna cut you off there because uh okay, yeah, i'm gonna run out i gotta pay my electricity bill of like that <laughs> <laughs> no but dude honestly thank you so much you've been so awesome to talk to and you've just given so much knowledge away there and it's just been so fab thank you I love it too, although I'm sweating like a pig here in my warm attic. <laughs> oh yeah, you need to get the fan on, you need to get the fan on again. <laughs> yeah, I was good, I, I, was, I was nervous for it, but, but I think my, my girlfriend was more nervous because she knows what stupid things that I can sometimes say. I think <laughs> I, I, I managed to keep the stupid things out of my, I, I hope. I think I so remember, too. Though. No, no stupid things. I said that. No, no, it's a stupid free zone. It was. Um, yeah, we, we, we were. She was like, "Oh, we have to practice it." And like every, and and then she gave me some questions, and every, uh, every answer that I gave started with, "Oh, Alan, don't get me started." <laughs> she was like, "Dude, you cannot do this. You cannot. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna do this on the podcast. Don't, don't." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's funny no man it was so good you were so good and i uh, just loved it dude hopefully hopefully i get to meet you again we only do you know we spoke just briefly at doc day really um yeah, but yeah, yeah. i hope we do that again i would love to come over to belgium i know i say it on all the podcasts but i really <laughs> would fun. love to come, come come with our with our workshop as a special guest yeah it'd be awesome i'll come in, i'll do cook beans on toast so i'll buy mcdonald's for everyone as well that'd be uh, yeah i don't know we, we, we were trying to to keep it healthy you know <laughs> <laughs> well i could get like a 
carrot sticks from McDonald's. They do carrot okay. sticks. Okay, if, if, if they're organic and they're biological and stuff, then they're welcome on our list. <laughs> no, we're not that kind of. The... <laughs> no, okay, cool. Okay, good. I, I, I'm still going to come back. Um, and anyone listening now, um, do head to thisreptiles.com. I'll include that specific award that Dries spoke about. I'll include a link um, to the workshop as well in the collective. So, um, yeah, get on that, people, in February. Hopefully, I might see you there. You never know. All right. right. All right. And, dude, yeah, I hope the rest of your season goes well. Have you got many more to shoot? Uh, I, I had 26 this season. I think that, uh, four or five, six more or something. I don't know. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Coming towards the end. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm still... Uh, it was, it was uh, yeah, a very busy season, but but still, still, it felt... It didn't feel, feel so busy. Uh, I invested in some, in some very good... Uh, software to keep me on track and then that helps <laughs> oh what software you got you can't you can't uh, say its name now <laughs> i'm with studio ninja now but looking oh, yeah. for something else also but studio ninja is, is is awesome to to keep my to yeah to just keep it uh on top of all the admins yeah yeah just 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 otherwise you've got this this pressure in your head like i still have to mail the couple and i still have to organize a calendly to uh to, to talk with them and, and and now everything comes in automatically and and i feel that's a huge yeah, just mental. Oh, that's good. Weight off. Yeah, I'm um more at peace. More. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Another, another. Like it's like an extra bonus tip after. <laughs> it's like a hidden track on a on a, on a yeah, song. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to ask uh, for a percentage in this. <laughs> There's no money involved. There's no money involved. <laughs> <laughs> no, indeed. <laughs> I, I know, like, like you've got like million listeners. This is like gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's gold dust, man. It. Um, dude, right. I, I'm gonna let you go though, man. Yeah, um, I hope I see you on our, on our workshop as a special guest. It will, it will be it would be my uh, blah, 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 blah. It would be awesome. <laughs> no, it would be fun, man. It'd be fun. No, dude, you say well and hopefully see you soon. All right. Bye bye, man. Bye bye. Have a good day. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the 122nd episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. It was fab to finally have Dries on the podcast. Honestly, he's been mentioned by so many of my past guests. If you've listened to some previous episodes, you're bound to have heard his name. So lovely to get him on here. Head to thisreportage.com for a link to his website, a link to his Mind the Moment collective and workshop to see the reportage award he spoke about and also to watch the animation he created as well, which is really, really great. It's so good. Um, we now have 122 episodes of the podcast available where we speak to wedding and family photographers from all over the world. If you like this episode, delve into our back catalogue for lots more. If you're not a member of this reportage or this reportage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers and much more too. At the time of this episode's release, there's just two days left to submit to our final awards round of the year. The deadline is the same for both our wedding site and our family site. Submit by 2359 GMT on the 23rd of November 2022. And hopefully I'll get to see you in December for the TIR and TIRF Christmas party in London. Remember, this is a totally free event for members and you can bring a guest along as well. Just remember to RSVP via the link in the members area or newsletter. If you're not a member yet, there's still time to join and come along to the party as well. Over 70 people have RSVP'd so far, with people coming over from France, Germany, Ireland and the Netherlands. Hope to see you there too. Should be fun. Right? 
Um, yeah, it's not right, Alan. You know how you end every single episode. I know I added it little right there, but let's do how I end every single episode. Um, you can tell this bit is not pre-recorded and just uh, taped on. I, I do still record the outro manually every time. I don't know why. Maybe I should uh, do it automated and not mess up like this. But anyway, yeah, no poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now. <laughs>